Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this episode of Zob Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, a.k.a. Zobber. Uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about World Warcraft news, uh, maybe a little bit of uh, PUBG update, nothing too big on PUBG currently, maybe some retro news, um, some some big-time retro news, actually, about the uh, HDMI GameCube uh, adapter I was talking about that transfers your GameCube into an HD machine so you can play H on the HD television. You know, a lot is like as good as the component cables, or composite cables. Component, or no, yeah, yeah, component. I don't know where I went composite. Anyways, um, anyways, so this episode today will be starting off with uh, a little bit about other news too. Maybe we're gonna do a little bit of gaming history, uh, just to get some time rolling. Um, not too much update except for Gamescom just happened. Uh, they had a little Hearthstone. Um, what did it, I would say? Hearthstone short. I did not really enjoy it that much. I'm not really. I'm into shorts, but I'm not into musical shorts. Um, that's the best way to put it. Um, it's just not. It's not mine for the taking. I'm not into that stuff at all. It's just something something about Hearthstone shorts. Just, I don't Just musicals. How about that? Musicals. Shorts are okay. Musicals, ugh, just terrible. I can't stand musicals. Ah, man, it just brings back bad memories of watching garbage on television. Mary Poppins, <coughs> terrible, terrible. Um, just stuff like that. Uh, musicals are dumb. Rent, rent. You know everyone's got AIDS. A A AIDS. I'm not up for that at all. Uh, it's sad that people do have AIDS, but <laughs> that's not what we're talking about in here. This is a video game podcast. Nothing about politics. Nothing. I mean, upcoming news. Maybe a little bit of local uh, lore because it's just hilarious um, in my area. Not right now, but I'm just saying. You never know. Uh, I am getting ready to close on my house on Tuesday. So I might not be able to upload a podcast for another couple weeks. I gotta get internet out there, uh, trash pickup, stuff like that. You know, common stuff, electricity. Um, other than that, that's pretty much it for that. Um, that's coming out in my life. So I'm probably gonna miss a lot of World of Warcraft, which is gonna be kind of poopy, but you know, it, it it is what it is. I might try to upload one more on Tuesday. This is coming up Tuesday. I kind of wanted to do one every Tuesday. I kind of got busy this Tuesday with uh, with uh, house stuff. Had to give some more payments and crap. And, uh, yeah. Anyways, um, so this episode, like I said, we're going to talk about some stuff, some retro stuff that's been going on that's been pretty bad. Uh, that H- so let's get to the HDMI hook up for the GameCube. Uh it's apparently killing GameCubes if it's nudged. Um my guess is there's probably a wire uh touching and it's not it's just it's it's causing the GameCube to fry. Which is you know, okay, the guy came up with it in his house. I'm not gonna blame him for that. I think it's very cool. I'm still gonna support it because he has already addressed the issue with it, uh, he's gonna make it so it doesn't move. I mean, my guess is if you have it placed somewhere nice, it probably won't break anyways. Um, I haven't got one yet. I just I'm moving. I'm worried uh, in the process. You know, I'm gonna need some money, so I'm kind of gotta hold off on it. Uh, he did contact me back. Uh, it is a hundred dollars. 
Um, I'm very, I'm, it's very good price other than paying for those component cables that cost buttloads of money. Probably, I think they're up to 350 I saw last time on eBay. Don't quote me on that. They could be cheaper, but they're still over a hundred dollars. I tell you that right now. I mean, you might get lucky like my friend did and found some a uh, goodwill. Salvation Army in my area. We have Salvation Army Goodwill, and we got a couple other thrift stores, local thrift stores. And yeah, um, but I'm still gonna put a link in the description below. Obviously, um, maybe you guys just contact him. Uh, he will have a 3.0 out eventually as well. Uh, and basically, what he's doing is telling people, hey, if you ordered the 2.0 and already got it, I'm gonna send you a 3.0 eventually. So there, you know, he's he's fixing the problem. I give kudos to this guy. This guy is very good. You know, he caught on to people's, you know, systems burning up, and boom, he got it right away. Um, I'm kind of glad about that. Uh, Metal Jesus, I don't know if anyone listens to our watches, Metal Jesus, but uh, he talked about it. He brought his up. You know, I saw a couple posts on Twitter not too long ago um, talking about it. And yeah, I mean it's it's pretty bad, uh, but at least he's addressed the issue and he's fixing it. And now some more retro news: um, the N64 new controller um, on Kickstarter. Uh, I'll put a link in, in the description below uh, about this. It sounds like I'm on fucking pardon my language on a YouTube channel, which I'm not. I'm on YouTube as well, but that's not. That's not what I'm, uh, you know, <laughs> this isn't going to be posted on YouTube. It might be eventually, not this episode, but eventually I might get into posting my podcast on, on YouTube with me maybe playing a game. Uh, I do have a capture card, so I could do retro games if I really wanted to, to talk about it. Um, let's see what the Kickstarter is. Today is um, August 25th. Uh, it's got 14 days left, so if you're listening to this now, you still have a chance to... Um, get it, and um, I mean it's already surpassed the goal. It's uh, it's up to 135,000 as the it, it is at the 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 goal is 13,000. So there's a uh, 4,500 backers already, and 14 days to go. So I mean I'm not 100% sure what they're gonna do. I mean oh they're gonna have more colors, uh, additional color options. Um, was at the Thirty twenty dollar mark. I don't think they've expected to make it to thirty thousand. Uh, maybe they'll give us better sticks, because uh, that's what I'm really worried about. I really want to back this project. Uh, it's called the Next Gen N64 controller. Uh, in Japan, they had a a very not similar controller, but a tinier controller. Uh, there's a place I live in Michigan. There's a place uh, in Michigan called uh, Retro Taco. I can't really pronounce the name right, but uh, the guy, the owner, went from went to Japan, lived there for I believe a couple of years, if I'm not mistaken, and brought a bunch of stuff over, and uh, he brought one of those controllers over, and I must tell you, I w- I didn't make it in time because when once he started run, rolling <laughs> running out of them, uh, he actually. Um, he actually had to bump up the price, so the price went from, I think he was originally selling for 25 when he brought them over. He brought over a whole box, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and um, he he ended up with, like, three left, and, yeah, they're the Hori controllers. I, they look really smooth. I like it. 
Um, I held it, and it, it's good. It's got the real N64 controller, uh, and or not controller, but thumb pad or thumbstick, thumb pad. Jeez, oh, Pete's. I'm not six anymore, and uh, it's. It felt great. Now, this controller looks kind of like an Xbox controller, except for missing a, um, it is missing a second thumb, a thumbstick. It does have, it can put the thumb, you can put the rumble pack in it, memory card. Uh, it looks like it's only on one slot, uh, so it's either, it's either rumble pack or memory card, it looks like. Which, you know, I don't have a problem with, because, um, my N64 is... I believe bugged. Uh, it does hold memory, and I don't have a memory card. So I think what happened is I might have done something to it. I'm not 100% sure. And uh, it's I don't I've never really needed a memory card. Um, I know that some games have a battery, but you never know. If I lost my Legend of Zelda, which probably will happen down the road uh, one day, it'll be pretty sad. But Whatever, give me a chance to start over again. Um, I beat that game three times. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I suggest you check out the Kickstarter and maybe back it. Uh, get a controller. They're only 20 bucks, I think, plus shipping. Um, it doesn't really explain what the shipping is yet. Um, but obviously it's gonna be probably like eight bucks. Don't quote me on that. It could be a little bit more than that. Um, Sorry if I'm not 100% prepared but uh, for this podcast, but I've, I've been pretty busy. You know, I am getting a house, and uh, I do want to keep this podcast up. Um, I talked to my my girlfriend about it, and, you know, she she says, oh, no one wants to hear you talk. Well, probably not, but you know what? I need somebody to, uh, I need people to rant to. <laughs> uh, estimated delivery time is November 20, 2017. I don't know if that, it might happen, but... Man, that's a lot of um, a lot of controllers. Uh, how many backers are there for the twenty dollar? There's forty three hundred people for the controller. Uh, Ships anywhere in the U.S. Uh, no USB, so it is an official controller. Uh, if you have one of those USB adapters for the PC, you probably can use it uh, for emulators. Uh, I I have nothing against emulators. Um, some people do, some people don't. Myself, I have no problem playing with playing games just to try them, to buy them. I still buy the physical cart eventually, unless it's something ridiculously overpriced. I do want to get an an EverDrive, but I just see this is the thing I think about um, emulation. I like it; it's nice, but. The things about emulation that are terrible is you just you get too much ROM, too many ROM, uh, meaning like too many games. Uh, then you just get overwhelmed. You can get overwhelmed on it, and you can be like, "Well, oh, this game's already boring." Ugh. You really don't give a game a chance. Whereas when you have the physical copy, yes, I do have. I, I'm up to like 450 on my in, regular Nintendo set. Yes, I do have enough games to do that where I can be like, ah, this is boring. Put it out. Take it out. Whatever you want to do. But, you know, it's still, still, it makes me want to keep going. Try it longer and longer. Uh, I give a good example like, um, 
Let's see. Um, like, when I was a kid, I probably had, like, ten Nintendo games, but when Link came out, uh, I thought it was stupid. Um, that's Zelda 2, obviously, on the Nintendo. And I, I just thought it was stupid, and I was kind of mad. I, I remember I rented it from, uh, not Blockbuster, but a family uh, video type thing. And um, I rented it, and I thought it was dumb. So I was like, oh, I'll just back to Ninja Gaiden 3. Or not Ninja Gaiden 3, Ninja Gaiden 1, my bad. I, don't, I saw Ninja Gaiden 3, so I said it. And uh, I went back to Ninja Gaiden 1, I just kept playing that. That was one of my favorite games. Uh, actually, my funny story about that, my dad, when I was a kid, he, um, rest in peace, uh, he kicked the count, the cart, but I had a, um, I, he kicked the cart, and the top loader, this is later on in life, he kicked the cart, because I had to get a top loader, because my toaster was taking a poop, so we got a top loader. My dad kicked the cart of frustration, and the top of the cart ripped off, but the cart was, st- the the chips and everything were still in the console, and the cart was half gone. I wish I had a picture of it, and it still worked. It still works to this day. I, I mean, not anymore. Obviously, it burned up in a fire back in '98 when I, on Christmas Eve, when I was a, a kid. A lot of my games did. Um, I have a couple games. Uh, I didn't. I don't have my Earthbound. I I actually bought a copy off a friend at work. I paid thirty dollars and I traded a PS2 for it. I told him, "Hey, man, you want more?" He didn't. You know, agreed to it. He said, "No, this is fine." Um, yeah. I know where you work. I don't expect you to pay for this at full value. And I said, well, let me buy you food. So I, that's when I gave him 30 bucks, you know, for his family, because he does have a family. Um, but I did that. took care of that. Bought, bought some games. I still have some games. Some of my N64 games are Smell Like Fire. have uh, smoke damage on them. Um, I mean, you can probably still rub the smoke off of them that I just didn't. You know, I stopped playing because um, I believe Zelda came out later later in that time, and uh, well before that, it actually came out was coming out that Christmas, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I remember not that Christmas, but I remember that it was um, being released because uh, at Target, um, it was uh, it was being um, it was being advertised. So, so at Target a long time ago. Um, oh yeah, it actually, yeah, November 21st, yeah, so it was a Christmas gift then, I remember, um, I remember at Target they used to have these, uh, squares right by the game section, it was before they kind of came, like, let us test them out, I mean, they had testings, but they didn't, it was different then, and, uh, you could watch videos, trailers, and I remember you could push the Zelda game, and boom, there it was, and it was awesome. It looked great, it looked awesome, you know, he's riding in, boom, and then crap starts hitting the fan. I'm like, I have to have this, I got it, obviously, I've had it ever since. Uh, I gave it to somebody, I gave the, my system and everything to someone that lived down the street for me for their graduation gift, because she was a really good friend of mine, and um, she actually was moving, and she asked me if I wanted it back, and I said, yeah, I'll take my whole N64 collection back. And sure as crap, I have it all back. My original system, my original controllers, 
Um, all my games. I think I'm missing maybe one or two games. I think I was missing my Banjo Kazooie and Tui, but I actually ended up picking it up down the road for a couple bucks. And um, I was good about that. I was glad about that. My N64 collection's pretty big. Um, I'm almost. I think I'm pretty close to N64. Uh, besides sports games wise, I think I'm mostly missing sports. I'm missing the soccer expensive spot sound uh, soccer game. Um, other than that, I I have all the big ones except for a Sculptor's Cut. You know, I have Harvest Moon. I have Smash Bros. I got a couple copies of Smash Bros. Uh, I don't. I don't really resell. Uh, I'm getting down on my retro gaming. I don't really resell. I trade. Um, it's really mostly trading. I constantly trade. I don't. I try not to spend money as much. Uh, obviously, if I see if I'm, I go to a garage sales and I see like a, a, a retro game for dirt cheap, I'm gonna pick it up. I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna skip out on that if I know if it's worth it. You know, say I see like a copy of um. Let's see, let me look on my wall. It, uh, Ghost and Goblins. I see it for three dollars. I'm gonna grab it because, you know, it is. It's not three dollar game. I mean, it's a little bit more than that. And you know, at where I trade at, I trade at a flea market. That's my friend. He owns a booth there. And you know, it's better to trade that game that's in demand where he's going. So say someone's like, "Hey, I'm looking for Ghost and Goblins." He's like, oh, "Crap, I don't have a Ghost and Goblins." You know, well. I can always, he contacts me, asks me, and bam. And I'll get exactly what eBay pays for because he's going to guarantee himself a sale of that guy. So, um, and usually they always buy more. I mean, crap, mine's a five screw. I didn't even, I just realized it's a five screw. Um, Ghosting Goblins, uh, which is pretty nice. That's nice. Um, yeah, it is a five screw. Holy crap, I didn't realize that. Well, that's cool. And uh, we saw an actual... We were at the flea market once a long time ago before I met this guy. And uh, I saw that five-screw Mega Man. Uh, it's considered pretty rare. Um, I, I've never seen one ever since. And we, we, me and my friend Kevin, we regret it. We were going to go in on it, and we should have bought it. Uh, my friend Kevin's actually 12 games away from completing his N64... Or N64... 12 games completing his NES set. Uh, he's always, he's just missing the big hitters, obviously. Um, this this has already gone on for a while. I think I've found a little bit of a niche here to talk about a little bit of retro games. So that's it for uh, that. But you know, let's do some gaming history. I've been looking this up uh, today, and um, actually today, August. 25th, uh, 2017, that's what today is, um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, 007 was released today, uh, in 97, um, I really, I, I got that, I think I, I rented it, um, we didn't have a blockbuster where I lived, I lived out kind of in the country, so it was kind of like a, a family video area, and, uh, I rented it, and, it was maybe like the second or third day it was out. They got it there. Because it's not Blockbuster. So it's not going to be day of launch, you know, type thing. And, uh, yeah, that was released today in 97. I mean, I'm kind of going to go all over the place. I just want to talk a little bit about uh, Goldeneye. Because um, that game was really fun. Um, uh, 97, I was 8. And, um, 
I I um I just I just remember playing it and uh, I I took it out of the neighbor kid's house and the neighbors down there were much older than me. They were probably they were in high school. I think they were juniors or yeah, they were juniors. And uh they would always bring me over. My other friends wanted to hang out, but they always wanted me to come over because I was much better than most of them because I played a lot of it. And uh, I would just beat the crap out of them. Four, four screens, bam, bam, bam. Um, I don't know. I think that's what kind of got me mature at such an early age was uh, playing these games with older kids when I was a, when I was a kid. And uh, it was it was so fun. I can't. I couldn't. I wish I could go back to that time. I know they have like Goldeneye online and stuff like that. It's just. It's not the same. You gotta get four people, four of your friends, and play it. I mean, later down in life, we played it at a uh, friend's house at N64, where I lost my Dreamcast. That'll be that'll be saved for a different day. Maybe the day the Dreamcast was released, and we'll talk about that because I did get one of those on release date. Uh, Mega Man was uh, re- Mega Man X was released uh, in '94 in the UK and in Sweden. Mega Man X. Uh, I, w- I was into Mega Man, but I was in Mega Man for the NES. See, with the NES, I was, um, what was the, the word? I would play that at my neighbor's house. My neighbor, he was, um, he was paralyzed from the neck down, and Nintendo actually had, a lot of people don't know this, Nintendo had a controller that was for people that were handicapped. Um, and they sent him a lot of games. Um, I don't know if it was Nintendo or maybe like the hospital he was involved in, but he had a lot, a lot of Nintendo games. I, I would be feel, I'd feel. I mean, he he's passed now. He actually just he wanted to pass. You know, I mean, you are, you know, he beat Christopher Reeves. He was older than Christopher Reeves, um, and um, he. He he liked to play Nintendo. We actually, when the N64 came out, we actually got it set up so he could play the N64. And he actually could do it, and uh, he uh, you know he could be on the internet. That's where I kind of first got online. Was over there. I was pretty young. I think I was like seven. Um, I'm a millennial. Oh Jesus! Uh, you're not old enough to understand the N64. Well, let me tell you, I or not the N64, the NES. I grew up on the NES. I didn't grow up on the Super Nintendo. Um, I used to play a lot of regular Nintendo with my cousin while we were at her house. You know, I was a little kid and she was little. We'd play Mario 3, take turns, you know, the two-player, how that works on that. And, um, you know, I played the Odyssey 2. I have an Odyssey 2 and an Odyssey 1. Uh, At my great-grandma's house, they bought an Odyssey 2 when it came out back in the day. And uh, I got to play it when I was there, so I'm familiar with that. The Atari uh, at my aunt's shop, they had an Atari, so I always played. I was always playing something. I had a Game Boy from day one. I remember when I got my Game Boy Pocket, I was super excited. A lot of people don't understand what the Game Boy Pocket did to us. Instead of us logging around that big frickin' thing, we got a tiny nice little pocket. Uh, I remember mine was silver. And other than that, yeah. Um, so back to that. He had a bunch of games. Back to my friend Tom. He had a bunch of games. And uh, 
I play Mega Man on that. Uh, Chippendales one and two. Um, I put we I played all every Mega Man, but my favorite Mega Man out of all of them is probably Mega Man three. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people are like two, two is better, two is better, but I like three. Uh, it's just it was something about it. I loved it. Uh, I didn't mind Mega Man six either. Uh, right now I'm. I'm rocking all Mega Mans except for Mega Man 5. Obviously, everyone knows Mega Man 5 is rare, expensive. Um, I'm shocked 6 isn't as rare as it is because I felt like the series was dying when you hit 6. Um, I also played Zombies um, <laughs> on uh, and on regular Nintendo back in the day. Um I, he had it. It was a weird game, let me tell you. Very weird. Very, very, very weird. Um, I remember also playing Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Uh, what else? Because he had a... It was kind of weird. I don't think Nintendo came out with a, uh, a Super Nintendo one um, back then. He didn't have a Super Nintendo, but I think he wanted to buy a Super Nintendo. But they didn't have anything controller-wise. And, uh, oh, Zombie Nations. God, I couldn't, for some reason, I was blanking on that damn name. But Zombie Nations. And, uh, yeah. That's it for that. And, uh, that's, that's a little bit of retro history of Ryan, a.k.a. Zobber. I know that sounds kind of weird. Um, but yeah. Let's, uh, let's, let's move on to... PUBG, because uh, it's kind of a small talk. Uh, player unknown, the the creator, he uh, he posted recently on Twitter a picture of the new map, and uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. It's something that we need. Um, he's at Gamescom right now, so I don't I don't I don't know how um how long it's gonna. Uh, I haven't really seen any other patch. I've seen uh, a couple vaulting videos, which is pretty cool. Um, they have the big e- e- ESL going on right now. I'm still kind of getting used to that name, ESL. I'm so used to Cal. You know, Cal was such a uh, different type. I mean, I mean, I've been into the, I've been into the uh, game. You know. The gaming, uh, what is it, uh, gaming competition type situation for a long time. I played, uh, Cal Dave Defeat Source, Cal CS 1.6, and, um, a bunch of stuff, you know, it just, it just interests me. But anyways, it just looks like a huge city. I mean, looks like an oil town, that's what I'm guessing that the desert situation's going with. Um, looks like there are some couple new buildings uh, way situations, um, which is kind of good, you know, because we we do kind of right now have a lot of um, plain. I'm not plain buildings, but constantly the same building like model, which I have no problem with because the game is way fun. So you know, it gets you it gets you familiar. But when you throw in new elements. People are going to be making mistakes. People that are good are going to have problems. It's kind of just like I was saying, Cal and CS, you know, they always change the map situ- rotation. And that does screw up people because they're so used to playing certain maps 
when they're practicing. You know, hey, I'm playing Dust 2 constantly. Dust 2, Dust 2, Dust 2. Who cares? I'm sick of Dust 2. <laughs> Anyways, this is going to be an awesome desert map. I, I, I believe, you know, maybe we'll get some changes in the current map with some of these new models. Um, they'd be great, too. I mean, I'm not knocking Daisy. I played a lot of Daisy. I had the number one server for a very long time on Daisy. Once I get my old computer up and running, once I move, I will post screenshots of my server status for a whole couple months. And I will show you that we were number one for a very long time. And we just had a falling out. You know, I started getting, um, I started getting busy with work and relationship. And then, you know, I had to kind of, I kind of disappeared. And there was really, the admins I had, I'm not knocking them. Uh, they were all good, except some of them were very, con you know, very, you know, fighting with each other. Didn't didn't get along, you know. Okay, I get that, you know. Some people don't get along. Uh, the tool we were using just kind of gave us way too much freedom uh, to some people where they were getting weapons. I mean, it was good and stuff, but, hey, you know, a hacker comes in and, boom, game's ruined. Let's restart three hours back or two hours back. You know, it just... It, it got tiring some for some people, so they left. You know, a lot of people stopped playing Daisy. Um, the current, the current mod, not non-mod of Daisy is actually very good. It's, I believe those hackers scared those people away. And the game has just suffered, it seems like. I mean, I'm not on Steam right now, so I can't tell you the um, ratio of players are are in the game. But last time I checked, I think it was 8,000 people were playing it. I mean, it tops out at 15,000. It's kind of sad that the H1Z1 rip-off game, Just Survive, <coughs> is doing better uh, some days. But Daisy, it's still, it's realistic. It's, you know, if you want a survival-based game, you should definitely give that game a go. It's totally, totally, totally worth it. And um, it's just something to have. But, anyways, back on to <laughs> Player Unknown. Um, it's just, it, it's something we need. We need something new. Uh, I like games that do uh, change up maps, do give us new options. I mean, that's the thing about DayZ is, you know, people would make mods and you'd have different maps, different areas. That was nice. It was really nice. And now with current DayZ, it doesn't seem like that they're doing maps. They're doing, like, more of... Oh, we added this area in this, in this, you know, in this map. Oh, look, there's a prison now. Okay, there's a prison. I mean, that's cool. But I did, I, we just need something more. Now, on to, enough of pub, um, player unknown. I almost said PUBG. Uh, back into the player unknown. It is, by far, one of the best games this year. It's selling like crazy. I'm so glad for the guy, you know. Uh, they're being successful. They're not. They're not doing what H1Z1 did, which is you know let's take a bunch of these shareholders and blah 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 and screw up the game. You know I, I believe the H1Z1 got is screwed. I mean it really it's it's not screwed. There's still a big player base. It's just not enough, in my opinion, to really keep it going. Uh I had a crate player or an H one Z one that is was worth fifteen bucks 
And uh, I logged down. I sold a lot of them because uh, Friday the 13th was coming out, so I wanted it, and I didn't really want to pay out of pocket. So I sold a bunch of my crates, and I still left one over just in case, you know, just in case. Just in case the game came, made a comeback, and boom, you know, the crates jump up back in price. Because I'm, I'm not going to play that anymore. I'm, I'm digging Player Unknown way too much to swap. And um, I checked yesterday, and it was uh, $4.00. Went from fifteen dollars to four dollars and under a well, probably about a month of time, and uh, I was like, "Well, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to sell that for fourteen or fifteen dollars." I mean, <laughs> that's pretty much done for, but uh, <laughs> it's all right. It's just it's something I got for free. I'm not gonna complain on how much money I get off of it. Um, the money, all my money, will go towards games online, so it doesn't matter. Next is, uh, let's talk about uh, World of Warcraft. So, World of Warcraft is a very, um, very big update coming up. I know I was talking about the the Hearthstone musical and how I didn't like it. But the World of Warcraft update is a sign that we're going to have some time on our hands on this uh, next patch. Uh, either we're going to get an expansion uh, named at BlizzCon... And if you don't want to hear the World of Warcraft stuff, you can always just skip it to the end. And, um, towards the end at least, or just stop listening. I don't, I don't care. Um, but, it's going to be pretty, you know, it's going to be nice. It's not going to be, I, ho- I just hope it's not like, um, the end of Wrath. So, on the end of Wrath, they kind of, once Lich King was finally dead on Heroic, if I'm not mistaken, for a couple weeks... Uh, they came out with the Ruby Sanctum. Uh, we did that. I, I know we downed it and stuff. That was cool. But then, you know, we were just kind of waiting. We just kept farming both. And it was just like, well, why are we farming? You know, we're going to come into a new expansion and this gear is going to be useless. And sure as shit, in Cataclysm, that happened. You know, uh, I don't believe that was such a bad weight as much as, um... Cataclysm was. I quit during Cataclysm, uh, just for the sheer fact of Deathwing's out. My guild exploded and died. You know, we we were raiding since Wrath. I that wasn't my guild. It was someone else's guild. I I followed a buddy to Alliance for the Horde. Always a Horde member, but I'm Alliance now. That that two trinket is just so good. Just so very good. You know. And, well, now, it's, I don't know how it is. I, I don't really PvP, but I PvP a little bit. But anyways, back to the patch. The patch notes were pretty good. Um, the Feral Druids are going to get uh, all damage increased by 33, 33%, which is real nice. Uh, I believe we got some other updates, or other people um, getting buffed, if I'm not mistaken. All Shamans are getting buffed, which is kind of... It's kind of nice. Uh, makes me kind of want one. Um, if I'm not mistaken, MMO champ. Don't forget to always check MMO champion. I mean, I know that I'm explaining these, but you can always check MMO champ if you if you don't if you want to know more. I'm not gonna go through the whole list. Um, we're obviously we're getting a new dungeon, uh, which is gonna be new, nice. And we're gonna get a nice new quest line. Uh, dungeon drops in normal, heroic, and mythics are now increased by 20. So normal's gonna be 8, 845, heroic's 865. 
Mythics, 885. Which is nice. You know, keystones, let's see what it says. Myth, mythical keystone reward scales up to maximum of uh, 915 in dungeons. And item levels 930 935 in weekly chests. Both cap a keystones at 10. The cap will increase to... Oh, wow. Well will increase to 15 at a certain date. Okay. Uh, the difficulty of Heroic and Mythic Dungeons has been increased to re reflect the improved rewards. Normal Dungeons difficulty is unchanged. So that means Heroic's going to be a little bit tougher. Um, whatever. I don't have a problem with that. I feel like Heroic is ridiculously cheap. Um, but yeah... Let's see what else. Wow, okay. Achievements uh, represent the 10 tabards, 25 tabards, and 30 tabards. Now require the number of unique tabards to be attained. This achievement no longer requires the tabards to be equipped. Oh, okay, that's cool. Um, it looks like some damage reduction. Oh, increase. In, let's see. All damage increase on Frost Death Knights by 14%. Uh, it looks like, you know... Uh, Horn of the Winter increased by 45 seconds, was 30 seconds. Uh, some some buffs here. Um, Icy Talons bonus increased 15. It was 10. So there's a couple. Wow. Shattering Strike increased by 6%. I don't really play Death Knight anymore, so I kind of can't you know, comment on how it goes. Um, I used to play a Death Knight nonstop when they first released. That was a Rogue and Vanilla. Swapped over. Uh, Rebirth is now castable in all forms. Wow, that's pretty nice for uh, druids. Uh, Prowls reduced. Wow, they're really getting a big cooldown uh, for feral druids. It looks like they might be topping the charts next. Uh, nothing really for hunters. Monks uh, increase a little bit of damage, which is nice. Um, Paladins, they got a buff as well, um, which is nice as well. Shamans, like I said, Elemental Shamans buffed. Uh, earthquake increased by 19. Earth Shock, 7. Frost Shock increased 13. Elemental Blast, 7. And it's just nuts, you know. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, let's see. Class Halls, the Tier 3 Class Research bonus now costs 1,000. Was 2,000. So that went down a little bit. Okay, all the Class Halls. Class, class holes, class halls research um, have reduced. Um, players, uh, dungeons. Players can no longer lo no longer swap equipped mythic keystone dungeons while under the effect of. Okay, blah blah blah. All right, okay. Item, some item changes. Nothing too big. Player versus player. Uh, Fierce gladiator cloaks ratings requirement has been increased to twenty three hundred. Wasn't it twenty three hundred back in the day? Uh, additional artifact tokens are rewarded to players that win arena based on their players' rating starting at 1800. Okay. Um, pets in PvP are now immune to taunt effects for 20, 20 seconds after being taunted. Well, who cares? Uh, <laughs> uh, we are going to get a new set of quests uh, to with this new area. I believe there's three new zones. This is kind of a big big patch in my opinion um i know that you can already i think believe start downloading it because patch comes in release on the 29th which is kind of weird because destiny 2 beta starts on the 29th too for open beta so it's going to be tough for me to choose but i'm obviously going to choose wow 
Um, I mean, it, the beta will be open for a while, so maybe I'll do my dailies and then jump on that. But I'll be also pretty close to moving into a house soon, so I'm not going to be able to do that. But I do want to download it at my mom's house because she's going to have just a tad bit higher speed internet. Uh, not too big. I think I'm going from 25, or going from uh, 50 to 35 or something like that. Stupid. You know, not too much. A little bit cheaper playing too. And, um,. So yeah, that's it for really World of Warcraft news. Nothing too... I mean, that's a pretty big patch. It's pretty exciting. Uh, Heroes of the Storm, Kel'Thuzad's going to be on there now, which is pretty cool. Looks like a boss. There was an Overwatch uh, new cinematic and short, and that was actually pretty good. That was with May, and I liked that a lot. Um, you can check out the new dungeons and stuff on MMO Champ or even on their site. I'm pretty sure they have the uh, video of what's going on. Uh, what's, what's my time at? I'm at 40 minutes. I've been talking for 40 minutes. I've been down here since 12.09, and it's 12.49. And uh, I do have to get to bed soon. Uh, I do work midnights. But, anyways, uh, this has uh, been pretty fun. Sorry if I'm talking too fast. Um, just a little hyper right now. But, anyways, uh, this is uh, this is A.K. Zabber, you know, and uh, if you need to, if you need to contact me, hit me up on, at on Twitter at rdicken, or email me at zobgamingpodcast at gmail dot com, or you can also find my Twitter for this not really podcast, but kind of just kind of my PUBG uh, tweets. You can follow me on Twitter at um. I just said that where where you can follow me on Twitter at don't forget at Ryan at Ryan Dicken D I C K E N on Twitter and always email me. Uh, my YouTube account is uh, slash YouTube slash Dre White 420. Uh, I have a couple videos on there. I'll put a link in you know the description below. I don't know how it really works with uh, iTunes. Because uh, I don't download podcasts on iTunes anymore. I only download them on my Android. And uh, that's pretty much it. Maybe I'll leave you with a nice tune again. I don't know. This has pretty been long, pretty long podcast. And I'm your host, Ryan, a.k.a. Zabber. And I'll talk to you guys later. Don't forget to email me. Subscribe. Well, not subscribe, but, well, yeah, subscribe, follow, whatever you can do. Thumbs up. Uh, leave a nice review. Uh, go ahead and ask me any questions. Maybe I'll do some giveaways down the road. Anyways, uh, take care, and see you later. For the